Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 13 of Autobiography of a Pocket Handkerchief by James Fenimore Cooper. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 13 When I found myself once more in the possession of Bobinet and Company, I fancied that I might anticipate a long residence in their drawers, my freshness as an article having been somewhat tarnished by the appearance at Mrs. Trotter's ball. In this I was mistaken, the next day bringing about a release and a restoration to my proper place in society. The very morning after I was again in the drawer a female voice was heard asking for worked French pocket-handkerchiefs. As I clearly came within this category, alas poor adrian in half a minute i found myself along with fifty fellows or fellowesses lying on the counter the instant i heard the voice i knew that the speaker was not mamma but my child and i now saw that she was fair julia monson was not as brilliantly handsome as my late owner but she had more feeling and refinement in the expression of her countenance still there was an uneasy worldly glancing of the eye that denoted how much she lived out of herself in the less favourable understanding of the term an expression of countenance that i have had occasion to remark in most of those who think a very expensive handkerchief necessary to their happiness it is in fact the natural indication that the mind dwells more on show than on substantial things and a proof that the possessor of this quality is not content to rely altogether on the higher moral feelings and attainments for her claims to deference in a word it is some such trait as that which distinguishes the beautiful plumage of the peacock from the motive that incites the bird to display his feathers in company with miss monson was another young lady of about her own age and of a very similar appearance as to dress and station still the first glance discovered an essential difference in character this companion who was addressed as mary and whose family name was warren had none of the uneasiness of demeanour that belonged to her friend and obviously cared less what others thought of everything she said or did when the handkerchiefs were laid on the counter julia monson seized on one with avidity while mary warren regarded us all with a look of cold indifference if not one of downright displeasure what beauties exclaimed the first the clerk at that moment quitting them to hand some gloves to another customer what delightful needlework mary do you purchase one to keep me in countenance and i will purchase another i know your mother gave you the money this very morning not for that object julia my dear mother little thinks i shall do any such thing and why not a rich pocket-handkerchief is a stylish thing i question if style as you call it is just the thing for a young woman under any circumstances but to confess the truth i think a pocket-handkerchief that is to be looked at and which is not to be used vulgar not in sir walter scott's signification my dear answered julia laughing 
for it is not so very common. Everybody cannot have a worked French pocket handkerchief. Sir Walter Scott's definition of what is vulgar is open to criticism, I fancy. The word comes from the common mind, or common practices, beyond the question, but it now means what is common as opposed to what is cultivated and refined. It is an absurdity, too, to make a thing respectable because it is common. A fib is one of the commonest things in the world, and yet it is scarcely respectable. Oh, everyone says you are a philosopheress, Mary, and I ought to have expected some such answer. But a handkerchief I am determined to have, and it shall be the very handsomest I can find. And the dearest? Well, you will have a very ladylike wardrobe with one pocket handkerchief in it. I wonder you do not purchase a single shoe. Because I have two feet, replied Julia with spirit, though she laughed good-naturedly. But here is the clerk, and he must not hear our quarrels. Have the goodness, sir, to show me the handsomest pocket-handkerchief in your shop. I was drawn from beneath the pile and laid before the bright black eyes of Julia with an air of solemn dignity by the young dealer in finery. That, ma'am, he said, is the very finest and most elegant article not only that we have, but which is to be found in America. It was brought out by our Mr. Silky the last voyage. He said Paris cannot produce its equal. This is beautiful, sir, one must admit. What is the price? Why, ma'am, we ought in justice to ourselves to have one hundred twenty dollars for that article. But to our regular customers I believe Mr. Bobinet is determined to ask only one hundred dollars. This sounded exceedingly liberal. To ask only one hundred dollars for that for which there was a sort of moral obligation to ask one hundred twenty dollars and julia having come out with the intent to throw away a hundred dollar note that her mother had given her that morning the bargain was concluded i was wrapped up carefully in paper put into miss monson's muff and once more took my departure from the empire of colonel silky i no longer occupied a false position now i hope you are happy julia quietly observed mary warren as the two girls took their seats side by side in mrs monson's chariot the surprise to me is that you forgot to purchase this nameless ultra of elegance while in paris last summer my father said he could not afford it we spent a great deal of money as you may suppose in running about seeing sights and laying in curiosities and when i hinted the matter to my mother she said we must wait until another half-year's rents had come round after all mary there is one person at home to whom i shall be ashamed to show this purchase at home is there indeed had you merely said in town i could have understood you your father and mother approving of what you have done i do not see who there is at home to alarm you Julia blushed when her friend said in town, and her conscious feelings immediately conjured up the image of a certain Betts Shoreham as the person in her companion's mind's eye. I detected it all easily enough, being actually within six inches of her throbbing heart that very moment, though concealed in the muff. "'It is not what you suppose, Mary, nor whom you suppose,' answered my mistress. "'I mean Mademoiselle Hennequin.' I confess I do dread the glance of her reproving eye. It is odd enough that you should dread reproval from the governess of your sisters when you do not dread it from your own mother. 
but mademoiselle hennequin has nothing to do with you you who were educated and out before she entered your family and it is singular that a person not older than yourself who was engaged in paris so recently should have obtained so much influence over the mind of one who never was her pupil i am not afraid of her in most things rejoined julia but i confess i am in all that relates to taste particularly in what relates to extravagance i have greatly misunderstood the character of mademoiselle hennequin if she ventured to interfere with you in either a governess ought not to push her control beyond her proper duties nor has mademoiselle hennequin answered julia honestly still i cannot but hear the lessons she gives my sisters and yes to own the truth i dread the glance she cannot avoid throwing on my purchase it will say of what use are all my excellent lessons in taste and prudence if an elder sister's example is to counteract them it is that i dread mary was silent for fully a minute then she smiled archly as girls will smile when certain thoughts cross their playful imaginations and continued the discourse and bets shoreham has nothing to do with all this dread what is bets shoreham to me or what am i to bets shoreham i am sure the circumstances that we happen to come from europe in the same packet and he continues to visit us now we are at home do not entitle him to have a veto as they call it on my wardrobe not yet certainly my dear still they may entitle him to have his veto in petto i thought a shade passed over the features of the pretty julia munson as she answered her friend with a seriousness to show that she was now in earnest and with a propriety that proved she had great good sense at bottom as well as strong womanly feeling if i have learned nothing else by visiting europe she said i have learned to see how inconsiderate we girls are in america in talking so much openly of this sort of thing a woman's delicacy is like that of a tender flower and it must suffer by having her name coupled with that of any man except him she is to marry julia dear i will never speak of mr shoreham again i should not have done it now had i not thought his attentions were acceptable to you as i am sure they are to your parents certainly they are very marked at least so others think as well as myself i know it seems so to the world answered julia in a subdued thoughtful tone but it scarcely seems so to me bet shoreham is very agreeable every way a suitable connection for any of us and that is the reason people are so ready to fancy him in earnest in earnest if mr shoreham pays attentions that are pointed and is not in earnest he is a very different person from what i took him to be julia's voice grew still more gentle and it was easy enough to see that her feelings were enlisted in the subject it is no more than justice to bet shoreham she continued to say that he has not been pointed in his attentions to me we females are said to be quick in discovering such matters and i am not more blind than the rest of our sex he is a young man of good family and has some fortune and that makes him welcome in most houses in town while he is agreeable well-looking and thoroughly amiable he met us abroad and it is natural for him to keep up an intimacy that recalls pleasant recollections you will remember mary that before he can be accused of trifling he must trifle i think him far more attentive to my mother my father 
nay to my two little sisters than he is to me even mademoiselle hennequin is quite as much if not more of a favourite than i am as mary warren saw that her friend was serious she changed the subject soon after we were set down at mr monson's door here the friends parted mary warren preferring to walk home while julia and i entered the house together well mother cried julia as she entered mrs monson's room i have found the most beautiful thing you ever beheld and i have bought it here it is what do you think of my choice mrs monson was a kind-hearted easy indulgent parent who had brought her husband a good fortune and who had married rich in the bargain accustomed all her life to a free use of money and her own money too for this is a country in which very many persons cast the substance to others right and left and when her eldest daughter expressed a wish to possess an elaborate specimen of our race she had consented from a pure disinclination to deny her child any gratification that might be deemed innocent still she knew that prudence was a virtue and that julia had thrown away money that might have been much better employed this is certainly a very beautiful handkerchief observed the mother after examining me carefully and with somewhat of a manner of a connoisseur surprisingly beautiful and yet i almost wish my child that you had not purchased it a hundred dollars sounds frightfully in prints for us poor simple people who live in nutshells of houses five and twenty feet front and fifty-six deep to pay for a pocket-handkerchief the jewel-box of a young lady who has such handkerchiefs ought to cost thousands to be in keeping but mother i have only one you will remember and so my jewels may be limited to hundreds one pocket-handkerchief has a mean sound too even one hat is not very superfluous that is so like mary warren mother if you do not wish me to make the purchase you had only to say it i am sure your wish would have been my law i know it love and i am afraid it is your dutiful behaviour that has made me careless in this instance your happiness and interests are ever uppermost in my mind and sometimes they seem to conflict what young man will dare to choose a wife from among young ladies who expend so much money on their pocket-handkerchiefs this was said smilingly but there was a touch of tenderness and natural concern in the voice and manner of the speaker that made an impression on the daughter i am afraid now mother you are thinking of bet shoreham said julia blushing though she struggled powerfully to appear unconcerned i do not know why it is but both you and mary warren appear to be always thinking of mr shoreham the mother smiled and she was not quite ingenuous when she said in answer to the remark shoreham was not in my mouth and you ought not to suppose he was in my mind nevertheless i do not believe he would admire you or any one else the more for being the owner of so expensive an article of dress he is wealthy but very prudent in his opinions and habits pet shoreham was born to an estate and his father before him said julia firmly and such men know how to distinguish between the cant of economy and those elegancies of life that become people of refinement no one can better understand the difference between cant and economy as well as cant and some other things and true taste as well as true morals than young shoreham but there are indulgences that become persons in no class after all mother we are making a trifle a very serious matter 
it is but a pocket handkerchief very true my love and it cost only one hundred dollars and so we will say no more about it beyond intend to that you are not to purchase six dozen at the same price this determined the dialogue julia retiring to her own room carrying me with her i was thrown upon the bed and soon after my mistress opened a door and summoned her two younger sisters who were studying on the same floor to join her i shall not repeat all the delightful exclamations and other signs of approbation that so naturally escaped from the two pretty little creatures to whom i may be said to have now been introduced when my beauty came under examination i do not thus speak of myself out of any weakness for pocket-handkerchiefs are wholly without vanity but simply because i am compelled to utter nothing but the truth julia had too much consideration to let her young sisters into the secret of my price for this would have been teaching a premature lesson in extravagance but having permitted them to gratify their curiosity she exacted from them both promises not to speak of me to their governess but why not julia asked the inquisitive little jane mademoiselle hennequin is so good and so kind that she would be glad to hear of your good fortune julia had an indistinct view of her own motive but she could not avow it to any one not even to herself jealousy would be too strong perhaps too indelicate a word but she alone had detected bet shoreham's admiration of the governess and it was painful to her to permit one who stood in this relation to her own weakness in favour of the young man to be a witness of an extravagance to which she had only half considered in committing it and of which she already more than half repented from the first therefore she determined that mademoiselle hennequin should never see me End of chapter thirteen with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.